at the end of the day, it's definitely about having balance. You know what I mean? Um, I like to party. You know, I like to have my fun. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know, turn up all the all of it. But say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> Welcome back to How's the Fam, okay? Um, and today I'm joined by my line brother, man. Like a good, good friend. Somebody who, Loki, I didn't believe you would do it. But you proved me wrong, and I'm so happy about that, you guys. Everybody, welcome Mike G to the uh, to the show, man. Welcome, Mike G. Man, thank you, man. I'm glad to be here, man. My line brother, my Trey Triple C, yo, bro, cool, calm and collected. Dog, baby. My Some people dog, are gonna be man. so happy to hear that because I ain't never told nobody what it means. But you heard it here first from Mike G, my jewel, bro, my jewel. <laughs> I, you know, that's what it means. You better be paying attention. That's free game for Mike G right now. (laughs) And Mike, introduce yourself to the audience just so they know who you are, bro. So, yes, uh, my name is Michael Gordon. Mike G is what they call me when I was at Jackson State, you know, just undergrad as a student. And, uh, man, I'm a, I'm a lawyer right now in Jackson. I work at Midtown Law Office. Um, did my did my law school time at Ole Miss Law, and uh, yeah, here we are, man. I'm just you know trying to make it. I'm 27 years old. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> people know, bro. 27, doing the lawyer thing, and that's one of the reasons why Mike is on here. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about his journey from just being a college student and like having the mindset of being a lawyer and how he actually did just that. We're also gonna talk about balancing, having a good time with being a professional, okay? Now, if that sounds good to you, please stick around, all right? Now, I also need to preface this with Mike's uh, comments and everything he says in this video is not a reflection of his employer, so he is completely absolved of all of that. These are purely the ideas of Mike G himself, all right? now. You guys know how this works. We like to do a segment called Just Checking In. Just Checking In is exactly what it sounds like. It is us checking in with the fam, man, just making sure everything is good, right? So, Mike, I'll start, and then um, I'm going to let you tell yours, all right? Cool. Oh, I bet. I bet. All right, so my Just Checking In story is low-key. I got to play a date night. All right. I've been doing all these interviews for like a hot minute. It's been like a week <laughs> and like some change. I think it's been right at 10 days today. And I only got like, get mad. Bro, usually I'm a faithful date nighter. But even before this, like I've been like dropping the ball just a little bit. So I got to play me a good old date night. And I did just that. We're heading to the spot called, um, it's called Frozen and Frisco. Like Frisco is a, like an up and coming spot in Texas. It's called Frozen and Frisco. And, like, literally, it's just something we can take the kids to. We can go ourselves, and the kids can have a great time, and then me and her can just chop it up and make sure everything is good. Just, like, you know, just do a sanity check on the marriage, man. Just make sure every her headspace is good. And, like, I'm looking forward to that a lot more than I was expecting to. Like, even the exercise of planning a date night, like, it just puts you in a certain type of mind frame. So that's my just checking in story. Mike, what you got for the people, bro? You just checking in. Man, that's that's good to hear, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say mine, but I'm gonna follow up on yours, man. I'm just that's what's up, man. Like, you and Keisha been together for a long time, man. I see yes, y'all. sir. Y'all got that relationship goals type relationship, so hey, I'm I'm looking up to you on that one. But <laughs> I mean, right now, man, I'm just chilling. I had to go to work yesterday, so today, 
I'm all, I'm just off, you know, off work. You know, I ain't, I'm not picking up the phone for no clients. Even though I had some stuff <laughs> going on in the middle of the night last night that I had to deal with. I'm not yeah. going to mention, but, <laughs> but uh, I, man, you know what I got planned? I got planned. I'm watching football all day tomorrow. The bowl, know, all the bowl games. Well, no, it's NFL. The bowl games are gonna be next weekend, but I'm watching NFL. Like today, it's no football on, but tomorrow, football, NFL Sunday. That's how. Is that how you? You know, that's that's right? how I. That's what I do, bro. Like to stay to keep the stress down, man. You know, I drink beer, and not do anything. <laughs> Everybody has That's their the way thing, I bro. keep the stress low. Yeah, everybody has their thing. I like to yeah. play cards. Like, even if I'm not, like, playing okay. against somebody, I like to, like, shuffle cards and, like, just deal them out. I don't yeah. know what it is about it. I just like it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that has been just checking in, okay? Now, we're about to get into the main event. We're about to talk about Mike's journey. We're about to talk about balancing, and balancing life and, like, being a professional, right? But before we get into that, we do have one ad read, and that is Pray, Plan, Execute, okay? Pray, Plan, Execute is an athleisure, faith-based brand, okay? They, are, they were built on the idea that you should wear your faith, okay? This is a brand for people who want to accomplish their purpose. This is a brand for those who have prayed about their purpose and who want to, fulfill, want to feel the fulfillment of just accomplishing just that. These are for people who understand that, yes, prayer is important. Planning is important, and at the end of the day, you have to go out there and do it, okay? And if you understand that having a gentle reminder every single day is a good thing, all right? If you understand that your purpose is more important than, like, the other things happening in your life, I have a code for you so that you can just join this Pray, Plan, Execute family, okay? Go to PrayPlanExecute.shop. Again, that is PrayPlanExecute.shop, and use code FAM at checkout, okay? Again, that is code FAM, F-A-M, so you can get the family discount, okay? Pray, plan, execute. It is more than a brand. It is a lifestyle. So wear your faith. All right. Mike G, bro. Hey, right I, I, I like that pray, plan, execute. I'm going to get one of them shirts. Oh, you ain't got T- one yet. Tell JG to send me one. I ain't you got know a shirt, I'm a, bro. You know I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know I'm going to do it. Send me one, man. <laughs> You just, I'm going to put you on a list. I'm sending shirts to a couple of people who already did the show. I'm going to put you on a list, bro. I'm ready to rock it. You know what I mean? Rocket. I'm good at advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all put me out here. I'm good at advertising. Let's do it. You know, but, now, shirt. Mike, you already said that you're a lawyer, okay? So I want to ask, like, what in your past was your motivating factor for you wanting to be a lawyer? Well, number one, first and foremost, man, um, it was it was my grandfather, uh, Eddie Tucker. He was a lawyer in uh, Mississippi. He passed away recently in 2020. But he was uh, when he passed away, you know, uh, the year before he passed away, he was recognized as the oldest practicing black attorney in the state of Mississippi. Actually, the oldest oldest practicing attorney, period. Yeah. Black or white, you know, and um. And you know he he was my motivation, man. He he became a lawyer in the '60s, mm-hmm. and uh, he went to Howard University. Came oh, back okay. to Mississippi. Yep, yep. He went to Howard, came back to Mississippi, took the Mississippi bar, got licensed. He was practicing amongst Reuben Anderson and Jack Young, some of the early and great attorneys in the state of Mississippi. You know, yeah. if you're an attorney, you know those names. You know, especially if you're a black attorney. Yeah. And uh, he practiced 
right alongside those guys in their office, you know, and it was a blessing to have him be able to just, you know, sit down with me at night sometimes and just talk to me about those experiences. So that, that was my greatest motivator. And secondary to that, Tyler, man, I've always been motivated by, and I don't, I don't even have a family or kids, but I've always been motivated by the fact that I'll have a family one day, you know Mm. what I'm saying? So that's, and I always wanted to make sure that I was in a position to take care of them. I know lawyers, lawyers make good money. Yeah, they and, do. You know, I like, I, I, I like, I saw the work, and I, and I didn't think it was something that I couldn't do. You know, I thought it was something that I had the type of skill set to, uh, to be able to affect, affect change in that business. So that's what that's what those were my basic two motivators, my grand, and of course God, man. <laughs> God pushed me in that my direction as, after a while. Yeah. That's incredible, man. So um, you talk about it being your grandfather. So what were some of the life lessons that your grandfather poured into you that you were that were able to stay with you for this entire journey? I definitely say one thing he always said, you can't be a lazy lawyer. And um, so I took that. He told me that young. So I took that approach to most things. You know, so you just can't be lazy. You know, I was playing baseball. You can't be a lazy baseball player. Sure, you got to go to the batting practices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go put that time in in the cave. It was the same thing for college, you know, man. You you remember when I was online, man, you can't be lazy. I do. I didn't have a laptop, and I had to go to the library, <clears throat> and y'all would come get me from the library and take me to the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you then we get everything man. done, man. You was about to blow up the whole so, spot. <laughs> it's just about, man, you know, lazy that was one of the biggest things he told me and uh you know one thing he did say you always want to be in a position to um be able to get what you want he said you know if you want something you should be able to have it and that profession you know he said you know it'll put you in that type of position so okay so now what was your experience like you just talked about some of the the process of becoming a lawyer, right? So now I understand one of those processes being you have to pass the bar. So what was your experience preparing for the bar and then actually taking the test and passing it? Man, that was a that was a complete <laughs> life changing experience, bro. Taking the bar exam was like tell us about it. Bro. It was tell just like how, it was just like being online. You know, it was just like all that stuff, bro. it was a. <laughs> It was a mental, you know, process. And, man, I mean, you know, so, yes, every every lawyer practicing in any state has to take somebody's bar. Uh, I don't think most – I think the only state right now that does um, bar privileges is, like, Wisconsin. But when I when I started studying for the bar, uh, the first time I took the bar, I took it in July 2019. Mm-hmm. And I studied, you know, I studied hard for it, and I came up short. Nah. I didn't even – I didn't pass it. I didn't yeah. pass, man. I was, I was a so few points mind- short, and I was disappointed. I, I would just, so what's the mindset? Once you see that initial failure, like, what is your thought process? Right. That, bro, that, you know, that shakes you up because you, like, you know, you don't think that you can fail. You know, you just yeah. think that, okay, yeah, it's going to be like everything else. I'm going to get into law school. You know, I'm going I'm to pass this like I passed the LSAT or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to pass this like I passed all my classes in law school, and it's going to yeah. be fine. But you get there, you take the bar exam, and you even, I mean, I took the bar exam. The bar exam was a two-day test. Yeah. You know, the first day was um, 
multiple choice, second day essay, or or actually I think the first day was essay, second day multiple choice. Okay, I didn't and, know that. man, so yeah, it's two day test. You gotta come back. <laughs> you gotta go home, come back, <laughs> test it. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like an abusive relationship, <laughs> bro. It's it's wild. And for me, you know, I grew up all black public schools, you know, so it wasn't just like I was doing taking tests, you know, even from the ACT to the SATs. And like, we don't, they don't test, they don't test us in our, in public schools like we should to be prepared to be in that kind of testing environment, you know. So it, it was just, you know, I had to actually sit down, man, for about six weeks. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll cut this, you know, story short. Jump no, to no, February twenty twenty. February twenty twenty when I took the bar exam again. That was the okay. next time they offered. They only offered in July and February. Wow. So I took it and I started Yeah, they only offered those two. You gotta times. marinate with and if so you I, fail it, you gotta marinate with failing it. <laughs> Dang, that's tough. All right, go ahead. You take <laughs> now you take it in twenty twenty exactly. February. <laughs> you gotta marinate with failing, bro. So it's like that sucks. So I marinated with failing from about 2019 and then you know i got on my horse i got on my horse again in about october 2019 and started studying for the february 2020 bar yeah in october 2019 and what i did man i i got my results from the other scores i mean my, my scores from the other tests and um i looked at the sections where i was you know doing bad and i just worked hard on those sections man when i when i took the february 2020 bar mm-hmm. i passed I killed it, Look but this, but, but it wasn't as, but it was it wasn't as simple as, okay, he passed, and we're gonna give him his license to practice law, right? So when I passed in February, they they held my scores for me for about three or four months. They flagged my scores. Oh, yeah, they flagged my scores, and I had no idea why. So I had to go before a committee of character and fitness, and the reason they flagged my score was because one of my essay answers was too close to the model answer. I was too right on one of the answers. They wow. cheated. Yes, bro. But that's just, you know, for for me, because once I told them how I studied, I told them, you know, they put the model answers online. So anybody who's out there finna take the Mississippi bar exam, if you want to see some model answers, you just go onto the Supreme Court website and they got all the model answers from back in like 2014. So you can go in there and study. Oh, study so you had already yeah, seen. And when I, <laughs> when I explained that to them, and that's that's how I studied, I, you know, I made sure I memorized some of those. They said, oh, okay. And got the phone. And next thing you know, I was getting my, my license. So, you know, I had to deal with systemic racism from what I, you know, the way I look at it, the way I view it, of course, you, you know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a reason they anybody else has done this. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel it's you. It's been going on since the beginning of the time. You know what I'm saying? They know that that's a study aid. And when I said that on the phone, it was like, oh, this this boy knew. <laughs> <laughs> this boy knew about that. <laughs> and that's their fault. Why would like you, you make a test like that? that? If you if you why would you flag an answer when you know the test is already online? Yeah, that don't make no sense, that's right? Right. The test, yeah. the, the the model answers are online. They they tell you to go use that as a study aid. I actually used it. You know what I mean. And that's okay. what happened. But you so know, so that so happens. even 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 dealing with that, you know, that's yeah. it's 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 more than taking the test and passing it. Sometimes it's also getting past the character and fitness 
portion of the bar exam. That's that's another aspect that people don't even consider. Because like if you got re- if you got a record, they won't allow you to take the bar exam. Wow. If you got a criminal history, you see what I'm saying? It's, you got to go you know, before wow. the character and fitness board. It seems like convicts know the law. Like convicts, people who've been to jail, people who've marinated in the prison system, they know the law very well. Very, very well. (laughs) (laughs) They do. And they could practice law, but they they won't be able to because of that character and fitness board. The character and fitness board is what, it's a hurdle. It prevents prevents you from saying, okay, I'm smart enough to practice law, but I've been doing some crazy stuff in my past, or I got drug problems or I done, you know, violent issues of violence, you know, they don't want people like that practicing law. So they keep, they keep you out too. <laughs> they keep you out for that too. Sorry. So now you, and you know, the they bar. kept a lot of black people out for that. And I, you That's know, it's just a sidebar. Listen to it. As y'all listen to like what you say is like, it makes sense. But then as you see the effects of something, some point you should reevaluate is this really needed right is this really a, being a benefit for the practice or and i feel like maybe hurdle, they haven't right. done that but i'm from the outside looking in so i don't fully you know i can't fully grasp grasp it like you so i was gonna say yeah what is it like being like you've passed the bar at this point right and so now yeah. like you get to become a young professional so you have to find a practice or you have to find a mentor so what's it like being a young professional in your state or a young professional lawyer in your state? Man, it is, it's, it's interesting because people expect lawyers to be older. I don't know why. Is that, you know, this career is right quick. You know, is that what you think? You know, do you expect no, lawyers to be older? I, I don't think that only because my cousin is okay. a lawyer. <clears throat> and uh, okay. like her interview is coming up very soon. And my cousin's like, one of the most successful people I've ever met, but she's like yeah. not that much older than me, you know? So in my mind, yeah. like the lawyers look like my cousin, you know? And then yeah, also and I know like you. I, for example, oh, right. You. So, so like the lawyers you know are young. Yeah, the lawyers I know personally are young. <laughs> nah, that makes sense. But like, for example, like I had a client, I was um closing, doing a closing on a home. They were selling the house and I was doing a closing on it. And the guy who was in there, you know, who was selling the house, he was like, you know, you know, he asked me how old are you and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, man, I don't know. I just, you just look so young, man. I just got to know how old are you? And I'm like, you know, I'm 27. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, it's probably like the third time this happened to me oh. with clients in the, in the office. And they, and it's after I'm finishing up some work for them. And they're like, Oh yeah, man. I just wanted to know how old are you, man? You look young. <laughs> but it's probably you don't so want to. You want to know what it is. Surprised to see a young professional. Mm. Probably because you walk that walk and you talk that talk so well that they can't even in their mind like be like, hold on. It's like what I see versus what I'm experiencing. It's like it's not. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Cause when my cousin's in lawyer that's, mode, that's real. I can't even recognize her sometimes. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So yeah, yeah, it's like an alter ego mm-hmm. though. That's real. It's a persona. And so it's a, yeah, for sure. So how what are some of the tips that you've used to navigate that space? Like I accidentally probably stepped on one of them. Like you have a persona. <laughs> but what are some <laughs> of the other like tips that you have for navigating that space? Yeah, I mean, for navigating that space right now, I've I mean, you know, the older attorneys 
when I, you know, when I, when they do hit, they, the older attorneys, that's the, that's the, that's the difficulty about it. You know, the older attorneys, when you're on the other side and you're facing an older attorney and he's like, oh, this young guy, he don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? He's trying to punk you in there. He's trying to make you look bad in front of your client. You, you know, I think the, I think the, the most, the, the best advice I can give somebody in that situation is to stand your ground and use your energy, use your youthful energy to overcome their, their experience. You see what I'm saying? Because they may be more experienced than you. They may know something more than you, but your youthfulness, your energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it was a situation where I had a divorce. So it was a, it was a custody modification and the attorney on the other side, he was obviously far more experienced than me, you know, far more experienced, you know, older. And, you know, he was, he was doing his thing, but I was prepared. You know what I'm saying? I had my cases ready and I went the extra mile for my client. You know what I mean? When they told me no, I said, well, let's, ha- let's see how we can get around the note. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got this case law that says this and, you know, I'm ready to present it in front of the judge. So, I mean, can you work with me? <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> you got to be ready to use your youthfulness to outwork somebody you will be able to stay you know stay in the game at least you know what i mean because while these experienced people they got their experiences they don't want to work as hard they don't want to they want to rest on that experience yeah they kind of they want to rest on that experience right they want to hang their hat on it they don't even want to do all that but i'm ready to drive down to two counties over to go do some work (laughs) i'll come three days in a row if i have to you know what i mean yeah, I'm willing to go the extra mile because um, and, and 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 then you have to you have to uh, you gotta be you gotta be focused, man. You gotta go the extra mile and you gotta be focused. The attorney I work for, uh, her name is Rhonda Cooper. Okay. She's been practicing. A black woman in Jackson, you know, she's the managing partner at Midtown Law Office, and I'm the associate. And um, she's been practicing for thirty years. She also taught at Jackson State for a little while. Nice. And she and she tells me this. She tells me um, the first day I walk into the office, she tells me when we when we're here, the way we practice law, we we it's an acronym. It's fish high. Okay, that's the acronym. The F is for like focus. The I is for integrity. The, I can't remember the whole thing right now because <laughs> you know I'm, it's too early. All right, but it is early focus. in the morning. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is the most important one to me you know that's the most important one you have to be focused as a lawyer you know and i'm sure as an engineer that kind of like you said those older guys they don't want to learn those new innovative techniques you know they don't want to learn those new tricks you know they want to just stay set in their old ways and do what they've always done and that's how those old lawyers are too but the law it changes the law develops you know what i mean engineering it develops you know what i mean you have to be innovative you know what i mean we're, we're dealing with electric cars now we're not working off gas <laughs> you know what i mean we yeah. ain't working on gas no more yeah, man. <laughs> machine learning changing the game for real um i was gonna ask you just because like i gotta fulfill the promise bro mike you are one person who likes to have a good time not only do you like to have a good time you really yes, know like he may not do it often but he does it at a high level okay so my question is how do you balance having a good time with being a professional. So this is what I, I definitely wanted to talk about this, bro. Cause this starts from college. It starts from yeah. college, man. 
Uh, you have to balance that. You have to have that professional and fun life balance. And, you know, like you said, you thought I was, you didn't think I was going to make it to law school. I did not. Become a lawyer. <laughs> I did not. I tell that story all and the I time, pro- too. I told that story on this podcast. I was like, Damn. I had a friend. I told him to his face. I was like, if you keep doing you what you're doing, you're not going to make it. And, like, lo and behold, like, I, I wasn't rooting against you, but I was saying, like, yeah. what you're doing isn't, isn't going to help you in the future, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to I mean, no, at the end of the day, it's definitely about having balance. You know what I mean? Um, I like to party. You know, I like to have my fun. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know, turn up all, the, all of it. But, uh, I but you need pe- like I needed people like you. You see what I'm saying to say to me like you was a big brother in my life. You know what I'm saying? You Chuck Jason like the niggas that was on my line who was seniors. Y'all was you know what I mean two three years older than me and looking at me like we see that you got potential, but you gotta get it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, so I needed that. You know what I mean? Like I was young and I was just wild. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the fact that I had y'all, yeah. the fact that I had y'all the reason I was able to prove you wrong in the end. You see what I'm saying? Because you, you did, that didn't fall on deaf ears. You feel me? Like, I, I heard you. You know what I'm saying? I heard y'all when y'all was telling me that. Y'all, you, like, you need to reel it in a little bit. Right? And, for those and who, I did. You know what I'm saying? And for those who think I'm too harsh. For those who think I'm too harsh. I was one of the first people to congratulate Mike G. Iron when he passed the bar. Iron Sharp is like, I was one of the first people to be like, hey, you proved me wrong and I'm proud of you. Not only did I do it, brought the whole line together so I could do it in a very public setting. So yeah. I'm proud of you, bro. Nah, but for, I really for the work for the work life balance, I would just say just you know, when you have people who are in it's okay to be a, a professional who's turned up. Okay. It's okay to have your fun. And it's okay to do it. But the balance comes when people like Tyler tell you, hey man, you need to reel it in a little bit. You you're doing a little too much. That's that's the balance. That's not just Tyler. That's God through Tyler saying, "All right, look, you know, I you know I got plans for you. You know, you somebody that's supposed to do something great, but right now you're not coming of it. So reel it in. You know what I mean? You yeah. need a Tyler. You need a yeah. Chuck. You need a Jason. You know what I mean? To say that to you at some point. And if if you don't listen, then you they're you're gonna prove them right." You see what I'm saying? You're gonna prove those people right. They're gonna they're gonna say, okay, yep, exactly what I thought was gonna happen to him happened. And, and if you don't tell me, then it may happen. But y'all was my friends enough. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was my friends and y'all was my mentors and big brothers enough to say like, hey, man, you need to chill out a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if y'all wouldn't have, maybe I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. You know, maybe I never would have chilled out. Maybe I wouldn't have got to law school because I would have been wilding too much. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's it's not about it's not about proving you right or wrong, bro. It's about saying thank you for speaking to me in them times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not just letting it fly. Gotcha. And then I listen to it. That's my job on the other side of it. I would say what what made me maybe different from other people in that situation was they didn't listen. Yeah. I listened to y'all. I said, yeah, they right. I, I got to get to law school. I, you know what I'm saying? I got to become yeah, yeah, successful. Yeah. I can't not be successful. You feel me? Like, so, yeah, I was like, I, gotta lock in. I mean, real talk, man. Y'all motivated me to lock in. 
Like when y'all left and graduated, I was like, well, I got to be them now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to be them now. I, I wasn't as good, I did y'all but think? I was like, you know. I'm very proud of y'all, man. What y'all were able to accomplish when we left was nothing short of phenomenal. Nothing short of phenomenal. So great job. Also, congratulations on all the successes you have. Low key, like people probably gonna find this in the future and just be like, "Yo, that's that's the guy." That's like I'm 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 proud of it because I know the guy, you know. <laughs> so is that Mike? Man, before we finish up, that, is there bro. anything else that you want to say to the people, man? Um, I just want to brag on my line brother Tyler, man. He's a family man. He's got he's got <laughs> how many kids you got now, bro? You got three. I'm at three, bro. I'm at three. Let me tell you, my line brother Tyler shoot. He don't miss. He don't miss. He's Steph Curry. He's shooting from half court. Misses ever. Ask Keisha. Ask Keisha. But look, man, I want to say that I'm proud of y'all, y'all for having families, man, and that that's something that I want for myself. So you know, like next, that's my next, you know what I mean, like plans and stuff in life, man. You know, I always told y'all y'all was fast, y'all move too fast. <laughs> y'all, that's fast. what's up, bro. That's what's up, bro. All right, so uh, but I'm proud of y'all. So do that, man. Keep it up, bro. Keep up the family shit. Oh man, without a doubt, this is this is my real life. You feel me? I love this. All right, um, I love that though, bro. Yeah, I love this. All right, y'all. Uh, we like to end every episode with the segment we call Words of Encouragement, all right? Mike, what that really means is Man. we're just going to give some words of encouragement to pour into the people before, you know, we see them again the next time, all right? So I want you to think of something. I'm going to tidy up, and then I'm going to give mine, and then I'm going to get a ball to you, and we you just going to take us to the end zone, all right? Okay, bet. Bet. All right, y'all, if you made it this far into the video, first and foremost, Thank you, man. We really appreciate it. Not everybody makes it to this point, and you have, so thank you. Here, there are a few things I want to ask you to do, okay? I want you to drop a like. Well, actually, not forget the like. Drop a comment saying what part of this that was the most valuable to you, all right? That's if you're on the YouTube version. Now, if you're on the podcast version, make sure you leave a five-star review just letting us know or letting the people know, like, yo, I really enjoy this podcast. Like, it's, it's the truth, all right? And also, make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, right? Because I want to keep in touch with you guys. We're having weekly uploads, trying to inject some positivity in your life, okay? Now, um, my oh, also, make sure you check out Pray, Plan, Execute, okay? Pray, Plan, Execute dot shop and use code FAM, F-A-M, at checkout, all right? Now, my two words of encouragement are you have to start, all right? At some point, I know a lot of us don't want to walk down a path of failure. And one of the ways to avoid failure is through preparation. But some of you guys stay at the preparation phase entirely too long. At some point, you have to actually get your feet dirty. At some point, you have to actually open the door and go outside. At some point, you have to try something you haven't tried before. Because what you've been doing isn't working. If it was working, you would stop preparing and you would have started days ago, years ago, months ago, whatever. All right. So now, here's what I'm asking you to do. Okay. Write down a date. Like right now, find a piece of paper, pause the video, pause the podcast, write down the date and say, I will start during this time or else. And then you say that or else is going to actually make you move. Okay. I need you to start because you not starting 
is holding you back too far, okay? Start. Start before you're ready. Start when you're ready. I don't care when it is, but you need to start as soon as possible, okay? Now, Mike, what are the words of encouragement you got yeah. for people, bro? Okay, okay. Um, and not to, you know, you know, like kind of try to piggyback off that a little bit. I guess kind of got similar thoughts, man. I just will say a wise man told me to never stop growing. It doesn't matter how far you grow, how far you get in life, you don't ever stop growing. You keep growing. The most successful people, they get to their success and then they try to figure out how they can improve themselves further from that. You know, if you if you become a lawyer, then you should try to figure out how you should be the best lawyer you can be. If you become an engineer, you should figure out how you can become the best engineer you can be and move on from there. You know, you become a great dad. Your kids get to college and they're successful. You need to now figure out how they can be in CEO positions and stuff. So just never stop growing. Life is about continuous growth, not about reaching a plateau and then being complacent and settling and just saying, I've made it here and now I can chill. Yeah. You always grow for, and you always go for better and you always go for more and always go for greater. That's what I'm leaving at. Don't you guys heard it here on How's the Fam. And the fam's all good. Y'all be blessed. Hey, love you, brother. Love y'all out there, man. Thank y'all if y'all watch this far, for real. <laughs>